This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those interested in the big and small moments of history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about two unexpected pen pals, Abraham Lincoln and the grade schooler who convinced him that growing a beard would be good for his career. The day was October 15, 1860. A young girl named Grace Bedell wrote a letter to Abraham Lincoln, urging him to grow a beard before the upcoming election. Lincoln followed her advice, and by the time of election day, he had grown a beard as full as the one he has on the penny. Despite her age, the 11-year-old girl from Westfield, New York, seemed to understand the difficult task that lay before Lincoln. He would need all the help he could get to win the presidency in an increasingly divided country, which was teetering on the brink of civil war. Luckily for Lincoln, Grace had a solution. She believed that growing a beard would improve his chances of winning by making him more appealing, both to women and to their bearded husbands. So with just a few weeks of growing time left before the election, she penned the following letter, quote, Honorable Abraham Lincoln, My father has just home from the fair and brought home your picture and Mr. Hamlin's. I am a little girl, only 11 years old, but want you should be President of the United States very much, so I hope you won't think me very bold to write to such a great man as you are. Have you any little girls about as large as I am? If so, give them my love, and tell her to write to me if you cannot answer this letter. I have got four brothers, and part of them will vote for you anyway, and if you let your whiskers grow, I will try and get the rest of them to vote for you. You would look a great deal better, for your face is so thin. All the ladies like whiskers, and they would tease their husbands to vote for you, and then you would be president. My father is going to vote for you, and if I was a man, I would vote for you too. But I will try and get everyone to vote for you that I can. I think that rail fence around your picture makes it look very pretty. I have got a little baby sister. She is nine weeks old and is just as cunning as can be. When you direct your letter, direct it to Grace Bedell, Westfield, Chaddock County, New York. I must not write any more. Answer this letter right off. Goodbye, Grace Bedell. In a true credit to the Postal Service of the day, Lincoln received Grace's letter in a matter of days and personally responded to her on October 19th. The soon-to-be president kept it short but sweet, writing, quote, Miss Grace Bedell, my dear little miss, your very agreeable letter of the 15th is received. I regret the necessity of saying I have no daughters. I have three sons, one seventeen, one nine, and one seven years of age. They, with their mother, constitute my whole family. As to the whiskers, having never worn any, 
Do you not think people would call it a piece of silly affection if I were to begin it now? Your very sincere well-wisher, A. Lincoln. His question at the end of the letter makes him seem a little skeptical, perhaps because of that shade Grace had thrown about him having a narrow face. Regardless, shortly after their correspondence, Abraham Lincoln began to grow a beard. Some historians have gone so far as to argue that Grace was right, and that the new look really did impact his chances. In the end, Lincoln won the Electoral College with less than 40% of the popular vote, one of the lowest vote shares in American history. He won anyway by sweeping the Pacific Coast and the North, including Grace's home state of New York. It's entirely possible that the large voter turnout in those states was due at least in part to Lincoln's fuller face. And to those who might claim the whole thing was a coincidence and that Grace's letter wasn't the real reason Lincoln grew a beard, well, take it from the man himself. On the way to his inauguration in February of 1861, the president-elect stopped in Fredonia, New York, close to Grace's hometown of Westfield. He arranged to have her there in the crowd that day, and at the close of his speech, he said, quote, During the campaign last fall, I received a letter from this place, and a very pretty letter it was, too. It was written by a young girl whose name, if I remember rightly, was Bedell. Among many other things in that letter was a recommendation that I should let my whiskers grow and it would improve my appearance. It was partly from that suggestion that I have done so. If that young lady is in this crowd, I should very much like to see her. At that point, according to Grace, she came forward, and Lincoln leaned down, kissed her cheek, and said, You see, I let these whiskers grow for you. She then ran off into the crowd, forgetting entirely that she was still carrying the bouquet of flowers she had meant to give Lincoln. President Abraham Lincoln is widely esteemed today for the policies he enacted that helped change the face of the nation. But he also looms large in history for other reasons. At six feet and four inches tall, he still stands as the tallest of American presidents, a full foot taller than James Madison, the shortest of American presidents. His height and his similarly tall hat make him one of the easiest presidents to identify by his picture. But I wonder how many people today would still recognize him without that trademark beard. It's actually another physical distinction that Lincoln claims among presidents. He was the first to sport a beard while in office. Still, he should only get partial credit for the idea. The lion's share belongs to Grace Bedell the girl who gave Lincoln one of his most defining features by making him self-conscious about how thin his face was. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any suggestions for what kind of facial hair would make me a more appealing podcast host, please send them to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.